Arsdale, and I'm on staff of the Greater Reading Chamber of Commerce Alliance. And it's great to be with you again uh, for another episode of our member spotlight. And today I have Sarah Dickey with me, who is the executive director? Uh, development director. Development director of the American Heart Association right here in Berks County. So we're going to be talking about a few things that are not only upcoming in terms of, of events and programs that American Heart is doing, but talk a little bit about some of the misnomers, misconceptions about heart disease um, and um, heart episodes that we've talked about, Sarah, in the past. Of course, yeah. And um, so I want to get right to it. You um, have been with the organization for about three years. Yes. And, you know, again, years ago I was, I was on the heart board and um, I really got to learn a lot, a lot of good um, applicable um, information about heart disease and stroke, particularly that which affects women. Yes. And while we won't spend all of our time talking about that, I think some of those, those statistics are really interesting to reacquaint perhaps our listening audience with about heart, heart and stroke uh, disease among women in our nation today. I agree. Um, heart disease is the number one cause of death for all Americans, women and men. Um, and it does affect more lives every year than all cancers combined. So it is the number one risk that we all face. Um, one in three people is affected by heart disease. Um, and for women, it's a common misconception that it's a man's disease. Sure. It affects just as many women. Um, and a lot of times women don't really understand their risk when it comes to heart disease and especially don't really recognize what those warning signs are when they come to, heart, to a heart attack. Because I think what we're all kind of used to is our, you know, the Hollywood heart attack, the crushing chest pain. Ah, yes. It will fall down. Exactly. Right. Um, but for women, it can be really different. Um, uh, fatigue, indigestion, um, pain kind of back between your shoulder blades. Um, it can be jaw pain, and really for men too, it can be so many different warning signs, and um, you know, not everyone is gonna present the same way. So it's really important to just understand what your body should feel like, recognize when something doesn't feel right, and go and visit your doctor, and have find a doctor who you feel really comfortable with, and that you can open, and have an open conversation mm -hmm. and dialogue with, so that way you can really um, understand you know, what your body should be feeling like, and maybe identifying some things you know, preventatively moving forward. Sure, and I know one of the things that I learned um, in my um, years on the board of the Heart Association was, do not wait go to the hospital because the best thing you could do is have a false alarm yes. and then you go home. But if you don't do that um, and don't drive yourself to the hospital yes, either. don't do that. <laughs> and you know, I did the exact um, for my, my, my mother who is now deceased, but um, who, who, and this is kind of close to my heart because my mother had um, multiple issues with heart disease. Mm -hmm. And um, she was liter literally having a heart attack and we did not realize it um, in visiting her in another state. and. Um, I kept saying, you know, are you feeling okay? Oh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And finally, I said, you're getting in the car and we're taking you to the hospital. Well, she indeed was actually experiencing a heart attack, which wow. took a long time. Mm -hmm. It yeah, was it not just a yeah. fall over and, you know, have a heart attack. So, exactly. Um, it was, and then she wound up having a stent put into to one of her arteries. Wow. But, um, so, you know, those are the, war um, even if there are warning signs that you just don't feel like you've, Felt, you know, like you said, mm -hmm. learn to know what your body feels like, which exactly. is really important. 
And you know, I think we just live in a stressful world. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> and that is probably part of it. Um, perhaps the way we eat, yep. um, don't take care of ourselves, Exercise. in exercising, mm-hmm. um, all the things that, that we know to do but don't do. Um, and that's really what you're doing. You're, you're, yeah. you're really educating um, companies. Yeah. And that's the other thing that we'd like to, to get um, a little bit more well-known and more awareness about mm-hmm. is that Sarah is really kind of on a, a mission to yeah. meet with more companies. Um, so regardless of size of company, it really behooves you if you've got employees that you need to keep your employees healthy. Absolutely. You know, it's you want them at maximum peak uh, performance. Mm-hmm. You want them to be healthy. Um, and yet so often what we don't do, the last thing that companies do, um, while some larger companies might have a some sort of a health program, yeah. you know, are they really finding that people are taking advantage of it? Or if they don't have a program, should they not be having a program? Exactly. And what we're finding is that a lot of companies might have a health program, but it's not kind of comprehensive and it's not really looking at data that explains what the need is at your company. Um, so we created in conjunction with um, a board of people from large companies across the country um, what we call our workplace health solutions, which is really a, um, a tool that allows you to input data from aggregate data from your company, from your employees, um, without using their identities to identify what the need is at your company. Oh, wow, and where that's you can. fascinating. Yeah, so it, it helps you, I think, be a little bit more strategic when mm-hmm. um, you know, implementing some of these programs. You know, the, a lot of them are self-reporting um, and are not really kind of, they may be helping some people to get healthier, but that number is pretty low. So this way you can really look at strategically. And uh, cardiovascular disease is a huge expense for employers. Sure. Um, so it's important to kind of understand that with heart disease and with any, you know, it really then affects a lot of other diseases. So well, diabetes becomes a factor. Absolutely. And I was like going that. to say the chronic diseases that we don't take up, you know, like you said, about 75% mm-hmm. of costs of of um, healthcare today are really is really around some of these chronic diseases. Yeah. And if employers out there listening can think about the fact that what does that do to your bottom line um, in your company? Because again, you're look you're looked upon with um, you know with with health insurance uh, really around the um, the wellness and health yeah. of your employees. So it's almost like it's this conundrum that companies. Are looking at you know the benefits people are looking at you know what they the, sort of the bottom line and wanting to get yeah. the best price they can for for health insurance and yet they're not keeping employees healthy or they're not helping them because everybody is so um, you know busy that if you could do something like you're talking about the self-reporting mm-hmm. and say okay you know what we've got these we've got these issues that are really that are really here in our our um, company yeah. let's do something whether it's in you know putting in m- maybe some vending machines that are a little bit more healthy, yep. maybe having even time for you know exercise. You know, We see this in other countries where they're exercising yeah. during the workday. And we're so afraid about you know, the, um, just pushing the workday and getting the most production out of the least number of hours. So I know we're kind of coming to the end of our time, but one of the things that I know that we're going to do um, with with one of our, our programs at the chamber, Women to Women, yeah. is we're we're going to really put the word out. We're not going to have necessarily a team mm-hmm. of women to women walkers, yeah. but the Heart Walk is coming up, and we're going to really encourage and challenge women to show up 
that day. So talk a little bit about that. Sure. So our Heart Walk is on September 29th. And for this year, um, we're introducing our Heart Hero 5K. So we have a 5K component included. Um, and our Heart Walk is really meant to be a time to really educate yourself around health and wellness. We have healthy eating demos. We have exercise demos. Um, it's a, an event that has no registration fee. The run, of course, does. That's a $25 registration fee, but the walk itself doesn't. Um, it's at Grings Mill on a Saturday morning. Um, and, you know, we really just want it to be a place where you can educate yourself on health and wellness, but also recognize someone in your life that you may have lost or a loved one who's struggling with heart disease or a survivor. It's for all of those people. Um, we know heart disease and um, congenital heart defects affect you know many many people in our communities and we want the heart walk to be an area for people to come together and meet one another and and learn more about being healthier which is goes right into another um, um, topic that we're going to be talking about in our women to women magazine because we always do a health component there and we've talked a lot about heart um, heart being heart healthy and um, in our next um, edition in July, we're going to feature two young ladies. They're twins. Yes. And they are the, what do we call them? They're our heart ambassadors this year, ambassador heart family. Ambassadors. Um, Cecilia and Katerina, they have um, cardiomyopathy, which is a pretty rare disease for children. It's pediatric cardiomyopathy. Um, that they've both been struggling with for a couple years now. So um, there's not a lot of research. Uh, the American Heart Association does fund some research around this, but because it's so rare, um, it's not as heavily researched as a sure. lot of other conditions. And the family is really excited to be able to bring some more awareness around what their, wow. their girls are going Certainly. through. Um, and it's a little bit different. It's, uh, you know, a lot of times we see congenital heart defects, but this is something that they developed kind of in their adolescent years, so it's very interesting. How old are the girls? They're 10. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, so. we look forward to meeting them through the magazine yes. and seeing them at the Heart Walk. Um, yep. mm -hmm. And I'm gonna encourage you and challenge people who are out there, men and women, it's time to get out and walk and walk for a good cause. We yes. do this mm -hmm. all the time. Um, but again, we talk about this, this whole um, challenge that we have as a nation mm -hmm. and um, you know, even if we're living longer, sometimes we're not living as healthy because yep. we've not taken care of ourselves in those busiest years when we're just so busy working mm -hmm. that we're not thinking about our health. So yeah. you want your quality of life to yes, be higher want, when you have that exactly, free time. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So Sarah, I really thank you yes, for being you. for being on board, and I'm hoping that the chamber will help. I, I think um, it will. Yes. With not only the heart walk bringing awareness, mm -hmm. um, talking to companies about yeah. why it's important um, for your bottom line and your employees to be. Um, healthy yeah and to look for those signs of, of, of heart disease yep so thank you so much thank for you joining for having us. me happy to be here oh it's great to have you thanks